You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Trick or treat, Lone Star Radio listeners. This is Dick, the general manager, taking this quick moment to remind you that Lone Star Community Radio is looking to fill some of our talk show slots along with some of our DJ slots. We have a new show airing on the 10th, Making Connections with Stacey Harris, which will air every second Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m. Make sure to check it out along with our other programs on Lone Star Community Radio. More information on Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. And again, if you're interested in doing something with us, Call the station, 936-647-3776. Thanks for checking out this recording, and I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the Extension Hour on Lone Star Radio. I'm Mike McBride. I'm the program assistant with Texas AgriLife, or Texas A&M AgriLife here in Conroe. I've got two coworkers today. Why don't you all introduce yourselves? My name is Michelle Scaife. I'm an Extension Assistant with Better Living for Texans. And my name is Priscilla Chacon. I'm also an Extension Assistant. Okay. I don't know if that came through or not. It came through. You can speak a little closer into the mic. About, Sorry about that. About oh, three inches. Did no, they bring it? There, Perfect. Yeah, okay. there you go. We want everyone to hear your dulcet tones are wafting across the neighborhood. <laughs> well, she, she's a newbie, right? She's this new. is, she is. her I first am. time on here. It is. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm no longer the new employee. We've had Priscilla for <laughs> about three weeks. Looking at me, yes. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Fantastic. She's been such a great asset. And the two ladies are with Better Living for Texas program. And that's really what AgriLife is all about, is trying to bring better living. Uh, AgriLife has an extension of Texas A&M, and Better Living for Texans is one of the programs within. And our goal is to help people find ways to improve their health, to eat better, to exercise more. Did I miss anything? Well, and to encourage them to learn about where their food comes late, some garden-to-table education to get you back in touch with your food. And so we're going to be doing a lot of that. We're talking about how the upcoming holidays really impact our living and what can we do to make it a better living for us for, during the holidays. But first, I want to mention a couple of programs coming up. Uh, this coming Tuesday, October 24th, we have a dinner tonight cooking show. Right now, we're planning on having three full menus, three full uh, dinners, We'll demonstrate the meals to you, and then everyone gets a chance to taste the food and go home with the recipe book. That's $25, and if you're interested, you can go online to the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, and that is agrilifeextension.tamu.edu, or just Google AgriLife Conroe, and it'll take you to us. The second thing coming up is we have an open gardens day. If you've not been to the AgriLife office over on airport, uh, I think you'll be in for a real treat. That is Saturday, November 4th from 9 to 11. We'll have master gardeners on hand to answer questions that you might have. But it's nice to walk through the gardens and see what kind of fruits and vegetables grow here, how to decorate your yard, you know, what plants do very well. So this is a great chance. And again, that's Saturday, November 4th, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And the address is 9020 Airport Road here in Conroe, right across from Lone Star Center. So then, what we're, like I said, what we're going to be talking about today is the upcoming holidays. I know a lot of people are not ready to hear Christmas carols or anything else. <laughs> um, thank you for not playing those when we came in today. I appreciate it. <laughs> but what I want to talk about is why are they important? So let's start off with some traditions. And I'll lead off. I know that uh, as a kiddo, we'd go to my grandparents' house, all the cousins, aunts and uncles, the whole herd of us were there. And I cannot tell you how much food was cooked <laughs> Christmas morning when all the presents are laid out. And my grandmother always had this game where she would tell us what we were getting without telling us. One of my nieces uh, got a lod, L-L-O-D. And we're all trying to think, what the heck is a lod? <laughs> it was a doll backwards. Oh, that was good. My brothers and I got bales of hay. And so we're trying to think, okay, what the, what's a bale of hay? It looked like a giant marshmallow wrapped up in paper. They were sleeping bags. So that was just one of the, the rituals that we had in our, our family, and it just it made it really nice. Once you begin to marry, you merge families, traditions change, rituals change. Or if you're like me, you move 4,500 miles away, so then it became my wife and my kids. Rituals change. You know, the, um, 
but it's still possible to bring some of those in, and it's important. So we'd bring in foods that my wife ate, foods that I ate, uh, decorate the tree in certain ways. Part of my family is in German. German tradition has a pickle hanging on the tree somewhere. I have no idea what it means, but by <laughs> golly, we're going to do it. A pickle? Like a, like a dill pickle? It, it's a glass one. Yeah. yeah, it looks like a dill pickle. That's interesting. <laughs> it's I think we're going to have to know. Google that. We are. <laughs> meaning about that. Okay, so what kind of traditions do you all get raised with, or what do you do? Want me to go? Well, we come from a very diverse family, so we're all from different parts of Latin America. So basically my mother's side, they're all Ecuadorian, and so they all married into different um, types or different countries in Latin America. So we have, for example, like Costa Rica, Colombia, um, Guatemala, Mexico, even Greek. We have a Greek in there. And um, so what we would do is we would go to my grandmother's home and we would just all bring a different dish to to the home and we would have like an international night, especially Thanksgiving. We were really, really big on Thanksgiving. Um, and it was just, we would just bond with each other with the food and the different desserts. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really, really exciting time. Now we don't do it much. Um, I'm originally from up north, Chicago. Now moving all the way south, we hardly get to see our family uh, back home too much. But we still keep the tradition here at home. And we still, we do have the turkey. That's an oblig- obligatory blue court, yeah. item. But, um, <laughs> but it's, it's been nice. We, we do miss it, but. I'm excited to start new traditions down here in, in Texas and to try the different foods as well. Very cool. How about you, Michelle? It's about snow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. It's really fun to be able to go outside and not freeze because over there, Christmas time was like below 30 degrees and it's just <laughs> yeah, misery. I, last 25 years in a cold place also, and it's different being able to go out and barbecue by the pool, and I like it. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I grew up a prairie farm girl. So all of our Christmas revolved around farm things. There was always a hayride. There was lots of food, lots of neighboring community. Um, So it was a very together, very traditional Christmas with lots and lots of people and lots of food and lots of activity. But um, having come to Texas and moved down here, I'm a bit farther from everyone else. And so my husband and I have different traditions, but um, most of them still revolve around food revolve around um, the telling of the nativity story. And we have very natural farm style decorations. So our home, you know, we don't have a lot of store-bought things in the, just because it's our habit. So our trees are decorated with things from nature, things from the oh, farm, cool. things just that are part of our daily lives, yeah. kind of to honor the whole year that we've had. Wow. Very cool. And rituals can be very reassuring. They can also be stressful. I know that, uh, again, back with my family, uh, we've been in Texas, gosh, 150, 200 years now, something like that. Wow. And so we'd get together and stuff sausage and canned foods, and then all that would show up on Thanksgiving. But it's also stressful because when you're trying to do all these things, trying to prepare a meal for 40, 50 people. Okay, I do a lot of cooking. Y'all do a lot of cooking. Mm-hmm. How enjoyable is that to make sure the turkey comes out on time, <laughs> the casserole comes out on time, you got enough pies, Everything enough cakes. Everything takes a lot of planning. <laughs> oh, my gosh, really? But it's also important because these little rituals bind us together. They, they make a home a home. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of what AgriLife does is try to find out how do you make it home. And what we're going to be talking about today is how do you take these rituals, how do you take these stressful conditions and make it affordable, less stressful, nutritious, so you can make some better choices. So why don't we get into some of that? Um, when you think of the holidays, how many of you get stressed, like sweaty palms, sweaty forehead? Uh, <laughs> is there someone who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. It would be abnormal. Yes. Yeah, it would be abnormal. <laughs> right. What causes that stress? What are you thinking about that brings the stress about? I think it's the pressure to either outdo last year or to do as well as maybe the other family member hosted it or, yeah. you know, to keep those things. It's a lot of pressure to, yeah, and it to just, do well. It just disrupts your normal day-to-day activity. I feel like we're human beings. We're used to an order. And when that gets disrupted by, um, you know, family members or, you know, different activities that you have to do to adding on to the daily stress, yeah. you know, that we have, it's just, because you know there's an office party for you yeah. and your spouse, and there's all the kids' programs and all the kids' classroom parties that go on top of not just the family gathering time. 
one of the things I teach with AgriLife are finances, budgeting. And so when I think of the holidays, the first thing that comes to my mind are dollar signs. That too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And I hate to tell everyone in the audience, Thanksgiving is going to happen again this year, just like last year, every fourth Thursday of November. Christmas always happens on the 25th. And every year I'm at the last moment going, how am I going to pay for all this junk? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so th there's stress with that. There is. So a lot of what we need to do is just plan ahead. So do you, do you ladies ever sit down with family members to talk about what are we doing for the holidays? Where? Who's doing what? How's it going to happen? I think I more talk at them. <laughs> I'm, I'm the planner in the family, so I'm the one who wants to sit down and make a plan and have a plan and know when and what we're doing so we get it all done. Right. But, um, yeah, the rest of them are not quite that minded about it. <laughs> no, uh, with my family, we get everything done the week before. Yeah. So that's some, as much planning as we do. So I don't know if it's really productive. <laughs> Clearly it's not because we're super stressful. Um, but that's just how we work. We work under pressure, I guess. Well, see, my family makes a scene about trying to get together. And, okay, by training, I'm a mental health therapist. And so there's a term I really, really love for this type of person. It's the imperative personality. One of the family members has this real strong, I want your opinion, and then this is how we're doing it. <laughs> if you don't know what to do for life, I will tell you. And so this imperative personality makes an, a scene about calling, talking, and then arranging. She's a school librarian, so that's perfect. It works very well for her. <laughs> love her dearly. If, any, if the family ever hears this, I love you, okay? <laughs> so there's other ways of handling stress uh, proactively, and planning is one, but sitting down and listening to, to who you're with. I know with traditions, if you sit down and say, okay, Michelle, tell me what's important to you. What's a bare minimum we have to do this every year? Priscilla, what's a bare minimum for our little work family to get along and survive? And then adjust, play, scale down the holidays, focus on what's important. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what? We don't get the Coca-Cola cherry jello salad this year. Do we need it? It's a tradition, <laughs> my family. It's actually pretty tasty. Never heard of that. Oh, I have to get you the recipe. <laughs> it's so healthy. <laughs> but those are things you have to think about, you know, if, Will it still be a holiday without that jello? Will it still be a holiday without that cake, without that certain pie? We, I was raised eating holiday meals on fine china, sterling silver, crystal, until my son started taking a, a silver spoon, eating the plate, bang, bang, bang. We decided china and disposables were just perfect. <laughs> and kept the stress away, too. It reduced it a whole lot. Um, Less dishes to do, so. Amen. But I got an update for you on the German pickle. So the tradition <laughs> began uh, in Germany, but the, the thing behind it is, is that you hang the pickle in the tree. The parents hang the pickle mm -hmm. in the tree. The kid that finds it gets a extra present at the end on oh. Christmas Day. They get the pickle. They get the pickle. <laughs> it's supposed <laughs> to be an extra, an extra present, but yeah, sure, you get a pickle. Well, thank you for doing that. I'm really not crazy. We really do these things. And... Wow. Wow. Okay, well. The Christmas pickle. Let's take a short break here. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. You can listen to us on the internet at IRLoneStar.com or on Conroe's, Conroe's FM 104.5 and FM 106.1. We'll be right back, so don't go away. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776.
Attention movie lovers, The Ticket Stub is a new radio show servicing Montgomery County that is meant for you. The Ticket Stub is available live every Thursday at noon on FM 104.5 and 106.1, as well as anytime on IRLoneStar.com. Connor and Dick will let you know what's coming out in the theater, what is worth streaming, and what's going on in the world of film. The Ticket Stub, your home for movie talk. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Hello and welcome back. This is Mike McBride with the Texas A&M AgriLife. I'm sitting here with Michelle and Priscilla, my two co-workers, and we're talking about holidays. We're talking a little bit about stress. And stress is such a part of our lives anymore. I don't know anyone who can sit back and honestly say, I live a stress-free life. Um, yeah, good luck with that one. I know that we all come to work because we like money. There's a stress that drives us to work each morning thinking, I got to have a paycheck. Okay, I'll go. You get the right job. You're not working. You get to work. You get to have fun. This job is that for me, but I still get up in the morning because I think, oh, I need a paycheck. <laughs> we have good stress. Uh, recently, a lady won a Powerball lottery, like $700 million, something like that, some huge, wild amount. I can guarantee that once the joy wore off, she was stressed. Mm-hmm. What I do with the money, how to protect my privacy, why are all these people I've never met in my life now calling and reaching out trying to touch me for some money? <laughs> so getting money is good. Getting married is good. It is also very stressful. So... You, you handle that in certain ways and you take care of it. But what stress does to our bodies, it releases different uh, chemicals that stimulate. You guys have heard the fight or flight. Mm-hmm. You know, because depending on your point of view on life creation, there were cavemen a gazillion years ago who would see the saber-toothed tiger chase them. So their choice is either to fight the silly beast or to run away. But the difference that they have in their society versus ours is they would go back to the cave at night have a little fire. They're sitting there with their loved ones. They're munching on the bones of whatever animal they killed that day and ate it. You know, whatever plants they harvested and ate. But it's time to relax. So what do we do with our days? We work hard. We have deadlines. The computers are supposed to make our life so much easier, have made them so much busier. We go home. Our, our kids are like, okay, I got to go to football. got to go to baseball. Mama, mama, daddy, daddy. Oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. They got their hands out for money, right? Now, what kind of movies and TV do we watch? Is it something like the All Flower All Day Channel? <laughs> yeah, and channel I, is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I live in my own little world. No, we're usually we're looking at something exciting and thrilling. Uh, you know, some people even get into the slasher movies. You, you can't tell me you're calm and relaxed with a lot of stuff going. So our bodies never get a chance to relax. So what we do with our bodies during this holiday time, since we know stress is coming will help us relax. Um, Priscilla and I are talking about going out for a coffee after work and drag Michelle along as she wants a coffee. <laughs> That's adding caffeine. That keeps us jazzed up. It keeps us going. So what other things can we do nutrition-wise to help keep us calm? What do you all think? Well, the first thing is to uh, kind of tone down that caffeine a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, take away my coffee. Uh, no, take it away. <laughs> All things in moderation, but oftentimes um, we do tend to overstimulate ourselves either visually with the media, with our phones, with everything in front of us, with color, um, or with, you know, foods. Sugar and caffeine are very stimulating. They do kind of keep our energy revved up. So um, taking that time to step back from that a little bit, maybe have something caffeine-free, low caffeine, drink your water, um, shut down the media, go outside, get some fresh air, some nature, some sunshine, some natural color, and kind of relieve yourself a little bit of yeah. all of that stimulation, which is, you know, aggravating the stress problems. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was, I don't know, I was talking to 
Mike a little bit before or yesterday. And um, we were kind of talking about food and how comforting it is, especially when you're stressed out and how we always go towards the cookies or in my personal um, craving, it would be dark chocolate, which is healthy for you. But in, in everything excess is going to be uh, harmful for your body, you know. And so it's really just taking the time to and what what it, it is and what I was like searching on the extension site. So it's mindful eating and really taking the time when we're eating something to not just overeat just to take the stress away because you, we yeah. do know that high saturated fat food or highly processed foods, those are the type of foods that we tend to reach out to just because they stimulate those neurotransmitters in our brain, right? Mm -hmm. And so just it's that feel-good neurotransmitter. And so I guess it's really important just to be aware of what you're eating and everything in moderation. You know, if you're going to take that chocolate or that food, you know, just really just think about what you're eating. It sounds kind of weird, but just meditate on your food. And most likely you will get fuller much faster when you're actually paying attention to what you're eating instead of just, you know, just scarfing down yeah. your emotions. Yeah, I was thinking about um, my home when we sit down for dinner. There's almost always a TV on. There's three of us who live together. There's three cell phones on the table. And mindful eating doesn't play with any of that. You <laughs> no. need to, yeah, you need to be aware of the present. So... Mm -hmm. No, I would not pick up a spoonful of coleslaw and look and think, oh, my gosh, beautiful colors. <laughs> oh, the smell. <laughs> Thank you for those people who, you know, that's mindful eating to the extreme. Right. But I do turn off all the electronics and sit down and talk with the other guys and find out how their day go. And take one bite, put the fork down and, and uh, listen. When our kids were home, it was more of, you know, this is not just about food. This is about each other. This is your time to talk. It's your time to, mm -hmm. you know, ask the questions you need to ask, be available for them if they need to let something out or vent or have the opportunity for conversation. Um, but we don't do enough of that. And, mm -hmm. and I know now as an empty nest and being more at home alone and eating my meals alone, it is real easy to just sit in front of the TV or turn the radio on, right. but to take the time to turn that stuff off. And just sit down and actually focus on the fact that I'm relaxing and eating and taking time away. It, it allows you to kind of process your thoughts for the day and um, maybe let go of some of them things or think about how you could have handled it differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm real guilty. I'm as guilty as anyone else. A lot of times I'll just put my plate on the island and I will go do a task, come back, take a couple bites, go do another task, or just sit down and wolf the food so I can go do whatever, you know, mow the yard, whatever I need. So... For the holidays, this is time to really enjoy the family. So if you're not stressed about cooking that turkey or doing all the other things, you can sit down and enjoy your loved ones. I think you would eat less. You're, you're more present. If you're not running around like a chicken with his head cut off, you can sit down and actually make eye contact with your family member mm -hmm. and reconnect. A lot of us haven't seen them very often, so it's a wonderful time. What about like the the usage rate of cell phones and, and how much that comes into play? That's got to be a big stress reliever or not reliever stress you know distractor but um it, it might actually cause more stress because you're constantly getting updates that you need to do this you need to do that yeah. so how does that play within you know the the body's ability or lack thereof to release stress if you're like me when i get that little chime mm -hmm. i feel like i have to answer it right now yeah or when somebody's calling i have to answer it right now so that increases my stress yeah i'll turn those notifications off mm -hmm. <laughs> amen preach it <laughs> Well, I, I, when we were growing up, we we had a, a household rule that, mm -hmm. you know, when we sat down for dinner, that phone had to go away. It was, you weren't allowed exactly. to have it at the table. If we were playing card games or whatever, you're not allowed to use it. So I, and I know that was, a, I, I guess, a rule <laughs> put in place so we weren't constantly on those yeah. things. Exactly. And, and I think it's great. a huge idea. Yeah. Yeah, because first off, if that phone is chirping and you're trying to answer the text, you're not listening to the person around you. You're not paying attention to what you're eating or what you're doing. Get rid of the silly things. And if it's a phone call, I bet we all have voicemail. Mm -hmm. Let the machine get it. Amen. Let the machine get it. Yes. Okay, so what else can, yeah, what I was thinking like with the, the diets and all for the, with the holidays trying to reduce stress, there's ways of addressing it beforehand, planning ahead. We talked a little bit about getting with the family and talking about what rituals are important, which ones aren't. How about menus? 
delegate those things. Bingo. <laughs> Call around. I mean, I have adult children now. And so I'm like, who's doing what? What's your favorite dish? Then you cook it. Mm -hmm. You bring it. You contribute and make that part of your memory as well. Mm -hmm. Because someday those kids are going to have to carry on that tradition too. Or if it's a larger family gathering, there's plenty of adults in the family. Y'all bring something too. Delegate out to everyone else. Yeah. Make it a potluck. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody's memories, everybody's favorite food or favorite food memory or whatever, is going to be different. Right. So let, you know, I think giving everyone else a little bit of ownership in it helps yeah. a lot. Yeah. And you were talking earlier, Priscilla, about your family being so international. I, to me, that'd be a kick in the pants to have all these different dishes from different parts of the world or different parts of Latin America. Mm -hmm. Like one of our traditions was all my grandmother, aunts, my mom, the, the cousins would all get together and make tamales. Mmm, so good. And those were for Christmas morning. Yeah. Love tamales. I'm too cheap. I'll go out and buy them now. Uh, that's way too much work. <laughs> they so are. That makes, that re removes some of my stress. Right. And I feel good too because I'm helping somebody else pay for their holiday. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yes. <laughs> that's a good way to look at it actually. Mm -hmm. It is. Mm -hmm. Okay, so planning ahead, changing menu, potluck. What else? What other ideas do you think we could do? I like to call them in too. Um, our one of our our family's traditions from way back to grandparent time was homemade candy or homemade pie. Oh. We only do it Christmas Thanksgiving time. I mean that's it. It's a once a year thing. So call the kids, call the aunts and uncles, whatever. Teach them how. It's a lost art making mm -hmm. hard candy and fudge and things that aren't quick that take time to stand there and stir. But if you Call in, you know, the cousins and the kids and let them pull taffy and let them do things. You're passing on a tradition. You're making something new mm -hmm. about the celebration. And it's a memory that they can share then when you're all sitting down together as a family. Yeah. So bring everybody, bring everybody with you. Okay. <laughs> Call them in. Well, in our next section, we're going to be talking almost exclusively about food because mm -hmm. we can add stress. January 1, where you get on that scale and think, oh, my gosh, what have I done to myself? <laughs> so we're going to talk about ways of making the healthier choices. So mm -hmm. come right back. We're on Lone Star Community Radio. Internet is IRLoneStar.com. FM dial is 104.5 and 106.1. We'll be right back. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. This is Rick TRC. Every Monday through Friday from 3 to 7, I play today's country hits on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star, the type of music that makes you want to get off your seat, stomp your feet, sing along at the top of your lungs, and not care who hears on Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1, and as always on worldwide, IRLoneStar.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Extension Hour. I'm Mike McBride. I'm here with Michelle Scaife and Priscilla Chacon. We're on Lone Star Radio, Community Radio at FM 104.5 and 106.1 or on the internet, IRLoneStar.com. So we've been talking about the upcoming holidays um, we picture them on postcards with joy and happiness and togetherness and everything's just perfect. 
often it doesn't play out that way. So what we're trying to do is make some better choices. And when, right before we left, we began to talk about food. So why don't we go there? What are some of the traditional meals that you can think of coming up, some of the traditional dishes? Turkey and dressing, pie. Pecan pie. Rolls. Okay. Butter. <laughs> Everything slathered in butter. Yes. Lots of carbs. <laughs> Lots of carbs. Amen. And then Lots you crash sugar. right after that. Can eat. Candies and goodies. Yeah, so that's why you use the paper plates you're talking about before. So when you eat all those carbs, you can just throw things away, hit the couch, and go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Best invention ever. Food comma. Okay. So one of the things that was mentioned was turkey. Mm-hmm. I'll turn to our oh. more nutrition-type oriented people. You had an epiphany. What's going on? No, I remember. Have you ever had um, deep-fried turkey? I have. Shame on you. I know, but it was so good, though. I am so embarrassed to actually admit that I liked it, but it was pretty good. It, it adds a little bit of fat to the turkey. Just a little, a little. bit. Really. Adds a lot of flavor. <laughs> we'll be honest. Yeah, the three of us are really focused on nutrition, mm-hmm. but we do have our favorites also. I bake bread, I make chocolates, and I look like one. <laughs> so, so with the turkey... Uh, it is a very healthy food. Um, you have a degree in nutrition. What do you think about the Yeah, bird? no, it has, well, there's a lot of protein. It's really, really, and it all just depends on how you cook it. Mm-hmm. And um, you can never, obviously, we put it in the oven. That would be the best choice, a more nutritious choice. You want to not deep fry your bird. Um, but it just all, really, the key to get a very savory turkey would be just the night before marinated in any type of sauce or seasonings that you can have yeah. really, really accentuates the taste um, and brings out all those flavors. And um, it just makes it so much better and so much juicier too. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. How do you get your turkey to come out juicy and cooked well at the same you time? You really do have to marinate it and lots of basting. I mean, yeah. you got to babysit that bird. <laughs> you really do. You do. And so I'm whatever lazy, it is, I use the bag. You can use the bag mm-hmm. and that's a great way to keep flavor in. Um, I'm I'm all about herbs. I love to use herbs for flavoring. So lots of very it's a it's a mild flavored meat. Mm-hmm. So it it lends well to things like rosemary and thyme yes. and oregano and sage. You can put some very strong herbs with your turkey, and that's going to give it just an even better flavor. Yeah. So and marinating, like you said, uh-huh. or stuffing the cavity with all those good herbs to get that you know, permeated through all of the meat while it's cooking. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you watch some of the the cuisine, I'm trying to avoid any network names, the cuisine, the, the what are we going to eat, how do we cook it type programs on TV, you're going to find all sorts of episodes right now about how to brine your turkey. Mm-hmm. And it does add a lot of flavor. It does. Adds a lot of salt. It does. So I think Michelle hit the nail on the head. If you want to get rid of the salt, because that's where a lot of our flavor comes from, Use herbs instead. You can. And instead of um, a highly salty brine, there are acidic brines. So oh. the apple cider vinegars, the citrus fruits, um, they give you a little bit of that breakdown of the meat tissue that's going to make it tender without adding all the salt to it. Mm-hmm. And see, we'll be talking at the office later because I had not heard of those types <laughs> of marinades. I'm curious now. Give us a call. We can hook you up. So is there a way to... Because people say with Thanksgiving, they're like, oh, well, you know, it's one time a year. I just go all out. Is That is it? it? That's my that's my question. Because so. we have the holiday party, the office party, the kids party, Christmas with this grandma, Christmas mm-hmm. with that grandma, Christmas holidays with my friends. So is it? <laughs> it is one time a year that lasts about four or five weeks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good way to say it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, is portion control? Is that is that the biggest thing when it comes down to those things? Because if you've got six or seven yeah. that you're going to, is it maybe at this party I have mashed potatoes and this one I have it's sweet potatoes? Of- what is your goal? You know, I mean, it can be. To me, um, I look at my plate or my offerings and say, what do I really want? Mm-hmm. Portion control is a great way to do it, but also choosing. What do I really want to eat? Yeah. You know? Right. Can and I live without grandma? The thing is, there's a very, very fine line between feeling satisfied and feeling full. Mm-hmm. And that's when I really think that not taking mindful eating to the extreme, but really, really being in touch with how you're eating Am I going to overeat if I go for the seconds? Yeah. You know, because everybody wants seconds because it tastes so good. Mm-hmm. But you really have to kind of, you know, 
measure out, well, if I eat that second plate, am I going to feel overly stuffed? And then you're like, oh, and then you fall into that food coma, right? But it's really just really like choosing your foods, portion control, because I'm all about all foods fit. All foods have a nutritional value. You really do have to portion out your sizes and take a little bit and then wait 20 minutes. And if you're still hungry, go ahead, get a little bit more. But really, really, it's important just to portion control. Yeah, when we sit down for Thanksgiving dinner, at least in my house, I told you we already got rid of the place for the Chinette. Platters. I mean, they're big. And you Mm -hmm. have to fill that puppy. If you look at my plate, which is the government-recommended eating pattern now, the recommendations are based on a nine-inch plate. Mm -hmm. You go to some of the local stores, it's really hard to find a nine-inch plate. Now, there are 11 inches, 14 inches, and you're not happy until that plate's full. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're automatically increasing your, your portion size by a third, quarter, exactly. more calories. So smaller plate. I love Michelle's idea. You look over this huge table full of food and choose the two or three that will most satisfy you. Mm-hmm. You slowly enjoy your company so you got the mindfulness aspect. Stop when you're satisfied. And if you're still hungry in 20 minutes, come on back. That food's still going to be there, I promise you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Choices are important. Yeah, Thanksgiving is once a year, and we always have a pumpkin pie and a pecan pie. A slice of pecan pie is almost 500 calories. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And you got to have ice cream with it, right? <laughs> oh, a, <laughs> scoop, a scoop of bluebell? Hey, it's once a year. That's right. Got to have a scoop of bluebell with it. Yeah, there's an old record album out called Twin Sons of Different Mothers. Mm-hmm. I think that's us. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have that ice cream with it. The other choice is usually a pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. and that's around 280 calories. Wow. And we're not talking fat or anything else because that's silly. Who needs to talk about fat, right? We all do. 280 calories for a dessert is still a lot of calories. But that's a big reduction compared to that other pecan pie. Yeah, it's like half. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about y'all, but I usually have one of each. Well, and do you have it as an emotional attachment to one of them? Yeah. Um, sometimes we deprive ourselves, you know, because we are watching our goals or our fitness goals, but sometimes there's a really special something related to it. Yeah. Is this pie the one that great grandma made? And she's not with us now. So sitting down as a family and honoring someone that you miss and love or a tradition that was started years ago, have a small piece, have half a piece, share a piece with your child or Mm -hmm. your spouse. You know, there are ways to kind of enjoy the moment and yet not overdo it. Split it with someone else. Get two forks. Yeah, see, one of our traditions is a candy called Martha Washington Chocolate Bonbons. It's nothing <laughs> but sweetened coconut, pecans, Eagle Brand milk, and I miss powdered sugar. Roll it up into, and butter. Mm. You have to have butter. Roll it up into balls and dip it in chocolate. When I put that into the computer to get the nutrition value, it makes 144 of those. I thought, yeah, four or five is a serving. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and send your like calories for today. Yeah, two of them were <laughs> like 175 calories. Wow. So, is that health food? No. Is it mental health? Absolutely. Because you're honoring that my grandmother used to make it, mm-hmm. my mom used to make it. So, it's bringing the family stuff, and I want my kids to enjoy it. Well, when we make candies, we divide them up into bags, and everybody takes a bag home. Oh, that's an idea. That's a really good idea, actually. <laughs> Mine go in the refrigerator. No, 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 no. We, As we're making them, they're bagged up, and we make sure that each family member has a sampling of the candies that we made, and that way it's not sitting in our house waiting on All us those leftovers. Yes. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> grandmother does home. the same thing. She she bakes the cookies, the peanut brittle, the fudge, the mm-hmm. everything, and then, yeah, everybody gets their own little sack to take with them. So and she doesn't eat eat a single piece of any of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she knows better, that's why. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think we're getting close to the next break. So when we come back, let's talk about some of the specific recipes, food items, and how they can be made more healthy mm-hmm. and still enjoy the holidays and reduce the stress before and after the holidays. So you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1, and on the internet worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. So we'll talk to you in a few minutes. Thanks. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, 
music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Hi, and welcome back to our last section. This is Mike McBride, Michelle Scave, and Priscilla Chacon. We're with Texas A&M AgriLife here in Conroe. And what we're talking about is the holidays. Uh, we've talked a little bit about stress management, uh, a hundred different ways it's going to come get you. Uh, Michelle talked about taking breaks, go outside, get some fresh air, just moving, uh, good sleep. Any of that stuff will help you manage the stress during the holidays because I promise you folks, just like the holidays, the stress is coming. And so what we want to talk about now, though, are like the menu items. Because during Christmas, Thanksgiving, some folks like a Dia, Dia de la Muerta is coming up. And I, there's traditional things that you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. You're going to make it. So how do we make them healthy choices? So we start off with turkey. Michelle was talking about brining it, cooking with herbs. Uh, Priscilla asked how to keep it moist. And that's with a lot of basting. I, I use a bag at home. Uh, it's easier to clean up. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so what other dishes? Uh, we hit, hit the pies a little bit. Well, those lovely mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. So one thing we can do um, to, to mash our potatoes, a lot of times they have cream and butter. And, Amen, sister. And, uh, you know, lots of salt and fatty things added to them. We can use broth or cooking liquid when we're mashing those potatoes to get that creamy texture but not have the added extra calorie um, let the butter be something that's added at the table by the person, you know, who's mm-hmm. serving themselves. And that way we've reduced the additional butter issue. Um, and again, you can cook, put herbs in them. Potatoes are a fairly neutral food. You can add a lot of rosemary. You can add thyme. Um, you know, flavor them up a little bit, but cut the calories back. Yeah. So I know potatoes are a big one where calories sometimes hide. Garlic is my favorite. Oh, and it's great with a potato, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and garlic and rosemary together are even better. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are, what about like salads? I mean, my family always had two. I mentioned the cherry jello salad. That was a salad. That's not a salad. That's, That's a, a dessert. dessert <laughs> but it was served with the main course. They are. So is that something that we should eat on a regular basis? Probably not. How do you make a better choice? Coleslaw, toss salad, something like that would be better. What other dishes do we have that... We have what other dishes do we have? Well, there's always the green bean casserole, corn pudding type stuff, corn pudding, broccoli and cheese. Yeah, broccoli and cheese. <laughs> so, actually, some of these are not too bad. The, the broccoli and cheese is not too bad. The cheese is probably not the healthiest, but it's not, but it does have good nutrients that we do need. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe do instead of doing broccoli and cheese, maybe you just do broccoli. And you can have cheese in a bowl and they can sprinkle it on if they yeah, want. If yeah, they want, absolutely. I love steamed broccoli though, just by itself. But the cheese is how we got our kids to eat it. You know, we call them uh, trees and cheese, and the kids would eat it then. <laughs> if we called it broccoli, they wouldn't touch it. Exactly. But on the, the holidays, I was thinking we have, uh, in my own family, we would have a bowl of ambrosia, that beautiful fruit salad with nuts mm-hmm. and whipped cream all through it. Do you need the whipped cream to make a nice fruit salad? Well, you also do have low-fat, low-calorie, or sugar-substituted options. This so depending true. on, you know, again, your nutrition goals, what is it that you're needing to cut out or that you feel would make it more accessible for you? 
there's always low fat or sugar substituted options. Or just the portion, the amount of that you're actually mm-hmm. putting yeah. on there. If you exactly. just need that actual, you know, sometimes it does taste better. The original. It does. The full, just put a little. You don't use as much. Yeah, exactly. You just cut the cut the portion and there. You're automatically cutting your calories at that point. Yeah, see, and cottage cheese is a healthy food, right? It can be. Can be. So I'm thinking about those Jello sal or the, where you take cottage cheese and you mix in a package of Jello with it. So now you got mm-hmm. something green, something orange, whatever. There's a lot of sugar in that. There I, is. I don't even know what else goes in those. Des- des- uh, well, we actually have some in our mobile cooking school recipes, and we go out and teach mobile cooking school. Okay. There is a yummy, yummy Jello salad, and um, it's made with cottage cheese. It does have the low calorie um, Cool Whip topping type stirred mm-hmm. into it. And it ha- we use sugar-free Jello. Okay. And then like add the some fruit. The packet? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're taking something that could be relatively fattening and making it a healthier choice mm-hmm. just by changing the whole whipped cream to whipped topping type stuff. Mm-hmm. And you and, know what's the, the really yeah. good thing about now and with social media? It's like there's such a big movement with nutrition and how to make things healthier. Just go on Google and you could just... Find easy swaps that you, you could incorporate. Yeah, see, and I've got a stack of papers here in front of me. I did that getting ready for the program here. I'm diabetic. So I wanted to find out, okay, if I'm going to make my meals healthier, can I find some diabetic recipes? Mayo Clinic had a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Baylor University, yes, we're with a and We shouldn't mention the other guys, but they also <laughs> get into some good research and then offer that to the community on the Internet. Mm-hmm. So you also have to be careful because there's quackery. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what's your source? If it has .org, .edu mm-hmm. as the extension? .gov. .gov. Those are a lot better. MyPlate. MyPlate's a wonderful place. They had some good recipes also. Yeah. Eat Smart Spend Spark is a great, is an okay. Iowa extension. They ha- It's also an app. So Eat Smart Spend Smart. Um, they have a blog on there. And they've had a lot of great fall recipes that are lowering calories. An apple um, an apple pumpkin pie. Um, an apple pumpkin cake, some pumpkin cookies. So, you know, some options that are a little lower in calorie, a little lower in sugar, and they're substituting things like applesauce for the um, mm-hmm. the butter or oil. Right. So that keeps gives it moist. Us, keeps it moist and it cuts back again, the fat and the calories. Mm-hmm. In them. And I want you to listen to Michelle's words. She did not call them low fat, low calorie. They are lower. Lower. So they're healthier choices, but they're not health food. Right. But for the holidays, for these traditions, you need to enjoy the time and we keep talking about making new memories, creating new traditions. This is a way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, leave salt out, reduce the amount of salt, and a lot of people can't even tell why you're cooking it. Exactly. And getting the, getting the little kiddos involved as well, I think is really important during this time. Mm-hmm. Not only you're spending time with them, but you're also educating them, them as well. They really get to learn these habits when they're younger. So this is the perfect time to be able to, you know, find different ways to, I know traditional food is you want to keep the same flavor, but it's really, really fun to try to keep the same flavor and see if you could substitute yeah. for something else. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I re- recommend, you know, we were talking about traditions, we're talking about food and flavor and reducing stress. Make it a family event. Mm-hmm. Instead of making four different types of pies or cake, make one. Mm-hmm. Instead of having a dozen different salads, make one or two. Uh, we had, Thanksgiving, we always had turkey, ham, roast beef, and chicken and dumplings. Do we need four main dishes? Not really. But bring the kids in. Let them help out, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like our they'll, they'll love it. Oh, yeah, they I know do. My little sister, I have a little, she's 11, and she just loves to bake. But she likes to bake. She gets all her recipes, and I see the amount of butter she puts in those cookies. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to eat it. But it's really, you know, during this holiday break that I have, now I'm going to start getting her recipes and mm-hmm. see how we could cut the calories. Adding the applesauce instead mm-hmm. of putting all that butter and, and showing her how we could still eat these foods, but we could reduce the amount of fat or the amount of sugar that we're right. putting into these foods, into yeah. the in- ingredients, yeah. I lived about four hours outside of Anchorage, way out in the boonies. Bread was expensive, so I, that's when I started baking bread. And I would have my kids, my daughter was in a little high chair that attached to the side of the table, and they would all get their little lump of dough and start kneading their dough as daddy's doing his. They made their own loaves as I made the family bread. Well, what a wonderful time. And the mm-hmm. best part is there's no electronics. Yeah. Exactly. It is family time. So when you're preparing your meals, you know, begin to think 
and, and you can even include the kids in the, the planning, what's important to them? What's the one thing that is an essential to have a happy Christmas? Presents. No. <laughs> the but, new iPhone. Amen. Uh, <laughs> friends don't live. No, I was going to be nice. We've mentioned children a lot bringing in, but um, let's not forget our senior family members. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I remember being at home and be, and having, you know, great grandma who didn't have the best eyesight, was losing abilities, but she still sat in the corner of the kitchen and snapped the green beans or oh, yeah. put something together. I mean, they still have their place in our lives and we can still glean so much. And we do need to teach our children to value them and the, their experiences and their place. So, um, remembering to bring our senior family members in, include yeah. them in the process and in the prep when we can. And that relieves a lot of stress for them as well, mm-hmm. because holidays can be very difficult for our older family members. A lot of the grandparents anymore will sit back at the holidays and think about all the people who are not there anymore. Exactly. And I'm a senior now. I know a lot of people. <laughs> what? Yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> the white hair is not natural. But... People are trying to be nice, and so they just say, well, let me handle this for you. And no, I want to be part of it, too. Exactly. Granny and Grandpa want to be part of it. So include the entire family in these things. Exactly. So, okay. Well, you're listening to Lone Star Radio, community radio. I keep dropping that word out. We're on FM 104.5, 106.1, or internet at IRLoneStar.com. And if you have any questions about today's program, give us a call at the AgriLife Extension at 936 936- Five three nine seven eight two five. We'd love to talk with you. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.